train. This is sword of power. Sword is power. Dragon and earth. Soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. Time on Ballin' Out Super. Ajin Boo discovered he was a sapiosexual. That's right. He's been booing you across the bar, and he loves your look. That's not... <laughs> that's not sapiosexual. That's right. It is when he does it because he's so smart, and that's what we'll be talking about this week on Ballin' Out Super. I'm sorry, Hello, welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out Super. Super! Super. I'm your host, Katie Rose Leon. With me, as always, is my faithful friend, Alex Patak. Hey, Katie, I've been eyeing you from across the bar, and I love your look. (laughs) Thank you. And, uh... (laughs) I knew he was going to fuck it up when he said it in the intro. I didn't fuck up anything. He was like, why would you go down this lane, Alex, if you didn't... And uh, course corrector Lawson Leon. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm a demisexual, which means I'm into more. And uh, the I'm half a god. In <laughs> Final god. Fantasy. Oh yeah. <laughs> and mm. uh, other demis, Lovato. Lovato, other, right? more. And more Lovatos. That's what I say. Give me, give me more. <laughs> and joining us today, we got Brandon Sutton, aka Chad Vigorous. A.K.A. What else you got? A.K.A. Uh, Shifty Dende. A.K.A. The Notorious Horse Strangler. Let's go. A.K.A. Uh, illustrious, Magnificent Magician Woo! Man. A.K.A. Big M. A.K.A. Little P. A.K.A. <laughs> Dark <laughs> Magician's Cousin. Let's go. A.K.A. Darkwing Duck Shooter. A.K.A. <laughs> I think we're up to six. Okay, well, you know, and I haven't even gotten into what I'm called in South America yet. Mm. Oh, watch your horses! But gigantic hey. untapped market. Mm-hmm. I like the big M little P. I Can like I just the... say South America? Big Dragon Ball market. Yeah, big Dragon Grande. That's not even a joke. That's Tor- just real. Yeah. We don't joke around on this show. We tell Very truths. Yeah. Welcome back. You know, at year was this ten of this podcast. We're uh, right. we're gonna start telling truth. The ace. I specialize in hard truths and soft lies. Mm. Mm. The horse strangler. Tell me some soft lies slowly. Okay. Actually, that's for behind the paywall. We can't do that here. Uh, If you want to hear soft lies, it is only $5 a month for four lies. Lie to me softly for four lies. Dragon Ball after dark. (laughs) Oh, boy. We will revive Lawson. Lyson from his grave. Oh no, he's he's not he's staying dead. He's, he's dead. not Jason. He's in the shadow realm. There's not gonna be a Lyson to goes to New York. He <laughs> was born in New Jersey. You'll never see Lyson again. But we do have some very exciting stuff happening back there. For one, anti-Irish discrimination, which Whoa. we'll be discussing at length. Whoa. But not here. Here not- we discuss the movie Avatar. Who's seen it? I've seen it. You would know. <laughs> I suppose I have. Yeah, Brandon and I went. We went together on Friday. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, I have had several offers to see it, and uh, to I reply, I'm I'm good. Come on, I'm good on that. You got one. four hours on you. Katie's no. all set. No, I'm fine. You got an afternoon to lose. I, yourself. I get it. I get why people want to go. I just, I, you know what? I'm just, I, I'm just not interested. You ever see yourself with a Navi, Katie? If you, I really don't. If if you've seen <laughs> Avatar one, you have seen Avatar 2. Oh, so oh, I have seen it then. Yes. Oh, That's great. true. Awesome news. I thought I was, I thought I was fucking up. <laughs> they did bring, Eve, they brought back the same villains, which I thought was a bold choice. Mm. I, I thought that it was bold to take everything that made Avatar 1 kind of like, you know, Dances with Wolves or Pocahontas and replace it with like teenage Degrassi level drama about movies and being bullied because you're different. It can be hard when your dad is getting off a ship and Was he's Drake blue. in the film? Did they get Drake? No. <laughs> they have Vin uh, Diesel. They didn't. Wait, wait, get... Vin Diesel, is he actually in it? Is that a shoot? He's blue. <laughs> <laughs> if Vin Diesel's in this movie, I will go watch it. Vin Diesel yeah, plays the, the cartoon whale. 
which I would say is my favorite <laughs> character. Does in he the do movie. a jump? Does he jump over something? Oh yeah, you, you know, you know, you know if we're I'll steal, know when I see it. <laughs> if we're gonna steal from movies and we're gonna have a will, you know, we're gonna have a free will, free willy level jump. Hell yeah. But in spoiler alert, he kills someone with it, which is way better. I was about to say, no, this is the one movie where the whale doesn't do a jump. <laughs> They said that's too much. They, they said audiences couldn't handle it, but James Cameron fought them. <laughs> he made the whale cry. He said, think about the fans. Drake isn't in it, but I think that, you know, I might have been the only one to laugh out loud when, like, the credits started playing and, like, there was a weekend song. <laughs> and I was just like, is this the weekend? And I was like, I don't, light. Yeah. I, was like I don't know what... <laughs> What singer I think should be over the credits of an avatar? Something movie. on like pure moods or something. Celine Dion. I would yeah. think you know, like you know, sure. Jim Cameron. Something like you know, soulful, like Inya. But like, certainly, I don't think like The Weeknd should have just used the Titanic track again. Can avatars yeah. take coke in the club? <laughs> they they certainly can't. That awful Sting song where he pretended to get quote unquote spiritual. I feel like that would fit. Oh, Desert Rose. Oh, hey, hey, hey. What you yes. do is you take a handful of coke and you throw it at a tree and then you plug yourself into the tree. Mm, that's how mm. you do coke. You can uh, just like plug into a coca plant thing. Um, yeah, so that's more direct, I guess. Let's, <laughs> let's discuss this whale. He's the star of the film. The film is about the whale. Um, if you go in and you're too high and the first part of the movie is scary for you, the whale comes to relieve the second two hours of the film. <laughs> the opposite of what whales did to me when I was seven in the Brooklyn museum of whatever it's called the whales frightened you <laughs> in the broken whale in the whale in the museum. museum it's terrifying and yeah. you, you you were scared by the scary whale fucking terrifying. well don't go to the film then because oh. he's there <laughs> but is it vin diesel he's there he's the star of the film that might help. his voice will soothe my you know i i would say that the whale being voiced by vin diesel is the least distracting part about the <laughs> The part where the whale like goes from like speaking in whale, which is like, to like literally like speaking like articulately about his childhood trauma, I found to be a little bit distracting. Yeah, without revealing any spoilers for the film, there is a very key part where the uh, the main character asks the whale about a secret, and the whale says, and I quote, I can't talk about that, that's too personal. And we all just have to respect <laughs> that. Was it about the rock, if he can that, lose the rock in a fight? It, it's that, it's not it about? about what the whale said, it's about up until that point, the whale had not been speaking, in like, <laughs> or at least not been subtitled in a way that like would lend credence to the fact that the whale was like a fully intelligent creature. I thought Sense they were like communicating like emp and empathetically. Like, Before you know, this, you'd like, think it would be impossible to trigger a whale. They're like communing right. with the whales, but but no, yeah. the whale just like literally speaks like, you know, like whale, like, like, <laughs> right. and, like, which is like a language they can understand and it's like fully articulate and like in Finding Nemo. Yeah. And that's where it like crosses into like, the cartoon it, realm. Yeah. Now it's like, is it like, is it a little bit Finding Nemo, a little bit Finding Dory? No, it's. Is that what I'm. I, I mean, but I didn't see Finding Dory, so I couldn't tell you, but there is oh, like a full hour of the film is like, this part's Finding Nemo. If you enjoyed that film, <laughs> stay tuned. We got You're all kinds of stuff. You're not selling me on this. I'll say that. <laughs> How I'm am jealous. I not selling you? You know what really pissed me off, though, is. Uh, Does in, a crab drive a car? That's what I need. No. Lawson no. understands. <laughs> Actually, so why am I going to this fucking the, movie, then? They're the crab that is a car. What? What do you need out of a film? I need a I need an octopus to drive a car and a fish to get lost and have an existential moment that triggers me. And then is there a musical found. number? You're acting like you only watch Finding Dory. Like Finding yeah. Dory is the only film you want to watch. There wasn't a musical number, but I think that you know, despite being very similar to the first Avatar, like the first Avatar had like shallow like tropes and messaging, which is fine. It's like a sure. movie, it's a movie about like cartoon cat people who are living in the woods. But this one wow. came across as like and sometimes childish. Like there should have been a song. Like there, it, it felt there like there a was Disney like number. A, yeah, you like know, a song missing. Yeah, you know what it is. I'm not a cat person. <laughs> Come on, KRL. I've come around on certain specific cats, but as a community, I do not fuck with them. Wow, <laughs> they're big and they purr. Have you not seen the classic film released in 2019? Cats. Yeah, I have. Were you high at the time? I have seen that movie, that psychedelic warning <laughs> against the community of cats. Yeah, yes. I wouldn't go on record as a cats defender. And I think we've spoken about this on I one of your podcasts. I don't know how I'm, Lawson walked into your cat's trap. The I, thing you famously <laughs> like to talk about the most. Because I haven't I, talked about cats in years. I talk about I cats all the time. I saw that movie high as fuck with Sam Bourne and Jared Reed. It was great. Anyway, yes. 
I, you know, I, I think that people are too hard on cats. I think that cats, I think mm. that... Um, How did this happen? How did this happen? Well, I mean, I think I people, mean, the source material was cursed out the gate. There's no yeah. way to succeed. Oh, yeah. That's my point. I think that, oh, my gosh, Andrew Lloyd Webber pretends like the movie Cats is not an accurate representation of the, the state. No, no, no. But it, that's like bullshit. If you're from New York, you lived through watching the advertisement for the stage performance of Cats 24-7 every day in the 90s, and it was a bunch of loose dick leotards singing around hey. about the magic cat. And you yeah. know, even as a child, I'm like, this is stupid. It was uh, a stupid show. They hadn't invented good musicals yet like Hamilton, so Kim, that's why. The Kimmy Schmidt uh, bit <laughs> about cats is basically the most like realistic part about it. Like, If anything, the movie fails because it's too fateful to the music. It's not because it's not faithful. It is actually too faithful. That's a good it's, point. It's, it's it is too, too faithful. It, it takes it like in one-to-one, transposes it from like, you know, theater to film, which is a no-no. Yeah, they should have really just taken the suggestion of Cats and written a whole new thing because it's not like yes. there was a story to follow to begin with. When Idris Elba disrobes in that film. <laughs> good God. I, uh... Yeah, and he's like the hottest man alive, and for you right. to have concerns about... Well, he's a about, bad cat. <laughs> he's yeah, but to be like, Cavity. see him in that movie, you're like, okay. Uh, McCavity. Yeah. You just know as a were cat. It's uh, nowhere near his performance as Knuckles the Echidna. I'll say that. It doesn't that. touch it. I haven't seen that yet. Is that good? Is he that... really embodies Knuckles the I Echidna. I would rather watch both Sonic movies. I got like, COVID in the Sonic back. movie. <laughs> <laughs> than seeing seeing this Avatar film. Well, it's probably about the same length. I mean, I didn't like it that much, but I was really high and it scared me. So that's my review. <laughs> I I thought that it was a missed opportunity because instead of having a plot, it had an episode of Degrassi in the middle of it. <laughs> sure. I, which I thought was a missed opportunity. Uh, and I mean, like, it, to be fair, it was like good Degrassi. Like Degrassi, like mm. early years. Not Degrassi 80s, but like Drake Degrassi. The wheelchair Jimmy Degrassi episode. Junior High, colon, yeah. the next generation. You know, like an episode where like Spinner and like Drake and like one of their other like throwaway bully friends like would bully new kids in school and learn a lesson. That's like basically... Yeah. They're what, like, like, it turns out you can make a homosexual suicidal through bullying, and I choose not to do that anymore. They make, Thank you. They make Thank really you bold choices, though, with, like, what the tone of the film is. Like, early on, they, like, they pretty much make it seem like the Marines who are in the Avatar suits are going to do, like, a civilian cleansing of this whole population where they round up a village like Vietnam style and have guns to their heads and you're like, what is the target audience for this? (laughs) This is insane. I think I would argue that like many, you know, so the running conversation is people have lost social skills because of the deficit that the quarantine for pandemic. And I think people have also forgotten what a movie is. Like, um, I like, don't think James Cameron forgot what a movie. No, is, he honey. did. He was mm. like, I would like money and to fuck a cat person. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like a, a <laughs> se- like it feels like a series of like points it's trying to make. James, about, you had us like, in money, which is fine. You know, a movie can be entirely didactic, I guess. But like mm. the first, like the first Avatar, regardless of it being a rehash of Fern Gully, regardless of it being mostly horny for like a fake cat population, mm-hmm. it did like the points that it was trying to raise. No matter how many times they've been raised in movies, they're just like, you know. They're existential ones. Like, is it magic or is it biology? Like, is it spirit, spirituality, you know, a manifestation of, like, our brains wanting to, like, find greater meaning or anything? Or, like, is it just, like, something we've lost by getting so, you know, fucked up with technology? You know, and you can think it's stupid or not. And I think it's stupid in the form of Avatar, but it's certainly, you know. It's but Michelle certain, Rodriguez is here, too. Yeah. You yeah. Know, She's going to die in a plane crash. Sigourney Weaver is here. A lot Listen, of people are here. I like to see my friends. They don't gotta be blue cat people, though. I, I remember watching that movie in theaters, and then when Show Rodriguez died, I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot she was here. Yeah. This is, like, the problem <laughs> for me with movie. Avatar 2 is that, like, 12 years ago, like, Avatar seemed shallow, but where we are now, it seems like a fucking work of art. Like, <laughs> compared to, like, The Eternals or something, like, terrible. Oh, that is like, so bleak. Just, like, step back. But Avatar <sighs> 2 has, like, suffered from some of the worst things that, ha- like, Avatar 2 is, like, if you remade Avatar literally in a post-Marvel cinematic universe world, and that's why there's, like, a big chunk of it in the middle that's, like, just, just for children. And not like juvenile and me. or shallow in the way Avatar 1's message. Vin Diesel's a whale. 
You know, which is like, (laughs) I, you know, like Groot being a whale, the Iron Giant being a whale is something that, you know, I think endears the whale to me. If I were going to make... Yeah, a, definitely. The, the pro, I don't want to come down on a cartoon whale. I don't want... And this is a Dragon Ball Z podcast. It's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> but, you know, we do not come down on a whale here. But, like, for me, the cartoon whale should have been the protagonist. The movie should yeah. have been 100% about the cartoon Agreed. whale. I haven't seen this his, movie, like, but I'm agreeing. Banishment. You're going to agree with you when you see the movie that the cartoon whale was the, like, the moral the moral center, center of the movie. Of the and it's just like, but instead, like, imagine an episode of Degrassi where they meet, like, a homeless man who you find out is, like, you know, was banished from his town because he was, like, you know, forced to defend a black family from, like, the clan. But, like, the, the town was, like, clan. you know, the, you know like, the, yeah, like, some sort of Australian clan variation. But instead yeah. of focusing on that, they just do an episode of Degrassi around that guy. No, yeah, it's just, like, it's just, like, instead of fo- that being the main focus, it's, like, oh, that's real fucked up that that guy was, like, you know, thrown in jail or something for, like, but I threw a house party. How do I clean but, up? No, but it's oh like God, the cops are coming. The cute fish girl doesn't like me because I'm not good at swimming enough, and so we have to do. We have to do that scene from Tarzan in reverse where, like, she teaches me how to hold my breath. There's just, some uh, very important moments. For one, they make one of the the Navis, like, a, a sexy love interest Navi. Yeah, <laughs> She's like a t- <laughs> teen heartthrob, and she emerges from the water with her big blue body by flicking her hair, and you're supposed to be like, oh, my. Move my meetings. There's a sexy Navi coming out of the water. <laughs> also, like, a minor point, but the hairstyles on the Navi have become, like, so even more just ridiculous like you know you have to remember which one they are giving that spider guy dreads like white dreadlocks okay you know you're on a desert planet or some shit you got to have dreads in your hair i get it like, you know i'm not going to like throw <laughs> kevin cosner out of the boat because of his, <laughs> you know, his hair is a little you know is a little clump and it's problematic but like once you start giving like the fish navi people like hairstyles you kind of only see in like between TikTok stars, it was just like okay. I had okay. So you gotta tell me if this was a problem for you. So I famously have a mild blindness of faces and cannot tell people apart. And so watching this film, uh-huh. and this may be just me, uh-huh. I could not tell which of the blue people were doing what or who they were the entire time. And the movie is only blue people. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the sign of a, a movie that's trying to pander to people because it just like has. So many characters that anyone who could possibly be in the audience can imprint them. This yeah. It just becomes very like, okay, there are so many characters of so many different types of person when it's really just like, what happened to Jake Sully? Where's like Zoe Saldana? That's why I kept finding Zoe Saldana thinking. not in the movie? She is, but oh. she's, she's never in like, in it. Know, she gets like chi chi She just like goes, oh, she just no. like goes and like sits in like, I guess, never pouch. Never chi Justice. Well, they give her a. They did. They, she they, it's not as bad as Chi Chi because they do no. give her one scene at the end. But I've said she too much. Murders and I, everybody. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to spoil the great movie Avatar <laughs> Two, which no one in this room liked very much or recommends you see. You can't really spoil a three-hour movie. Yeah. I think. <laughs> it's true. I don't remember it all for one. Right. Like. I mean, you say it's a missed opportunity, but luckily there's two more on the way, so maybe they will catch. I that. thought there was three more. What? Aren't they doing five? You're fucking with me, right? James Cameron said he might literally <laughs> never make a movie outside of the Avatar universe again. He like That's, he literally said that there, there's no that story that he him? can't tell on Pandora. And I'm like, you're gonna tell a, you're, gonna, you're gonna tell him a story about like police brutality on Pandora. Do you do you think he has like a brain tumor or something like what that's pressing against his pleasure center? Well, like, no, what's happening? So he's already no. explored the depths of the sea. And now, using that same experience, he's going to explore the depths of the heart. And that's where Avatar comes in, and that's what the film's all about, and they're all blue. I bet he's going to start losing his marbles and then thinking that this is a real world that he created, and he is their god, and he's going to start showing up on set with, like, blueberries on his face and shit. I call this. This will not happen, James. James, you're welcome on the show at any time. I feel like the problem with Avatar is that this is James Cameron we're talking about. He's not. I wouldn't say he's like the it's greatest. It's bloody Jim. But like he's pretty good. I feel like if Zack Snyder was doing this, I'd be totally fine with it. Yeah. But the fact that it's James Cameron kind of thank you. That's like I'm. I'm not like a James Cameron fan, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, just so weird. It's right? Better, I feel like he's better than this. It's I, like if Zack Snyder's right? Owls of Gahul, Guardians of Gahul, was like five <laughs> three-hour <laughs> movies. He, yeah. He, he, he adapted yeah. the guy. I forgot that was a real movie, and for a while, I just thought it was a 30 Rock joke. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I think with James Cameron, and this is true, I think, of a lot of people who were popular like 12 years ago, but went on to like do other things instead of really like capitalizing on the thing they were doing like 12 years ago that really paid off. You see the same thing in like Dave Chappelle after he left now. He's like just trying to recapture all that Chappelle show magic. And James mm. Cameron, a little bit in his heart, I think regrets just not churning out like five or six more avatars immediately. And frankly, yeah. I think they would have been better movies had he done that because they wouldn't have had all of the like influence of like, he thought too hard about them. Yeah. He's had, like he's had years There's of watching babies. Marvel movies yeah. and like letting that infect his like thinking behind it. Because for me, it's like, yeah, I get that sci-fi can be a useful vehicle to talk about a whole host of cultural problems. But if you're telling me there's no story <laughs> that you want to tell that can't be told with blue cat aliens, that makes me think that you have really thought enough about those stories or you haven't thought enough about the blue cat alien because yeah. it's just like that and I think that was evidence in Avatar 2 where there were a lot of like things in Avatar 1 that were specifically about Pandora and specifically <laughs> about like you know biology of these creatures and then like number two was much more about like these creatures are just a useful vehicle to like make an analogy about I just every want single him, thing in life I, I just want him to be up front when he saw the first model rendered for the original Avatar, he fell in love like people who are like centaur fetishist and has just been well, like that's really specific. He's just been like plagued that his his one sexual fantasy can never come true. So he's just gonna keep making the movies so he never has to fully admit out loud <laughs> that he can never have his blue Navi queen. I'll say this for the Navi as a fantasy race. I think it's cool they can plug their hair into the trees. They that's look it. great. That's all. I, that's all. I, everything. I'm pretty neutral on everything else about them. I think. It's, I think they're plugging. You know what? You're supposed cool. to think it's cool. You're yeah, supposed to think it's cool. It's the point of the movie. Is how is cool, cool it would be to do that. That's pretty cool. And you know what? They do more cool stuff with their hair. This movie. You gotta <laughs> okay. go see it, or you don't, and I don't care. Fair enough. Uh, here's my follow-up question to the Zack Snyder discourse. Did anybody see the Beowulf movie that came out right after that, where they oh, just yeah. like were like we're doing 300, but Wait, the for one with, Beowulf. The one with Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah. 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 I heard the shit was awful. <laughs> I yeah I. Instead of this is Sparta, they give Beowulf the line, I am Beowulf. And they play, I, I, I <laughs> they play being, it in the trailer. Well, I was going to say, the I just book? remember the trailer where he goes, I am Beowulf. I am Beowulf. Does, I, does he say that in the book? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, half the poem is him being like, it's Beowulf I'm time. Beowulf. <laughs> yeah, it's I literally he just watched this. So like really? I, Why? I, because, yeah. <laughs> so it, because I do stuff like that all the time, but also because uh, I was trying to watch a lot of really terrible movies from the mid-2000s that were based on like, you know, dark gritty, the dark gritty fantasy turn that like our this movie is, took. This is exactly yeah. that. Yeah, this is a terrible so, movie. Yeah. Like I watched I Frankenstein, which is way. <laughs> which is wow. Like, oh, that movie's terrible. That movie might be one of the worst movies. Oh, ever I didn't made. even know that. It That's Austin's favorite movie. It took no, me I never like saw it, but six <laughs> sittings to get through it. <laughs> it's like two hours long. It stars Aaron Eckhart. It's based, and this is like a combination Ooh. of like the. Wait, gritty. is it animated? This is one of no, the no, lowest no. IMDb oh, okay. scores I've ever seen. It's, Wow. It's like based on like a esoteric graphic novel, so it's, yeah. like, the, it's like the great intersection of like time, time of like everything's being adapted from graphic novels. But also, movies. if you put I in the front of stuff, they're yeah. like, it's getting made. Yeah, it's oh, like, that was yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. gritty, you know. It's a gritty uh, like fantasy world that has like you know some hints of things people remember like angels and demons but it's not angels and demons it's like gargoyles so it's not like which so, is a little bit off of it's the, a little bit different yeah. it's a little bit different because mm -hmm. it's 2014 it's not like this ain't your granddaddy's demons but it's also one of the worst movies I've ever seen it's like, <laughs> it's, like it's you know it's heavily inspired by stuff like Underworld uh, like with you know uh, Kate Beckinsale, like the same kind of like love really those heavy movies. blue. Great yeah, films. there's like 27 of them. Yeah. I think everyone kind of like checked out after number three. Um, yeah, but yeah. I Frankenstein is like two hours long, and it feels like it's literally a hundred years. Have long. you seen the um, the Van Helsing with? Um, oh, Hugh Where, Jackman. With Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jack, that's that's a and Kate Beckinsale. That that to me is the greatest untapped potential for a movie series, and I think that if. If we're honest, the fact that there was, you know, that he chose to be Wolverine instead of Van Helsing for eight more movies is yeah. like the great. Like, there's a universe out there. There's like right. a, there's a he's done a great disservice. Kept doing Van Helsing's and yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. But Beowulf yeah. is terrible. I just remember that. I only brought that up because there's like the when Beowulf the uh, the poem is structured like he does three big things I guess. Yeah. Like, but I remember in the movie the Grendel thing. He kills like, a thing, kills a thing, and dies. Yeah, but they make it like a big point of <laughs> the fact that he gets naked to do it, like that he like strips fully buck naked and. Right. Like, the whole like, uh, like that's how know. they did that back then like a real man does. it took a long time to make clothes yeah well also he swims across the whole ocean at one point which is only, like that's a bit far there were only like six I'm clothes sorry. back then 
So like, yeah, you, you know, had to take them off the. <laughs> it's an whole thing. The mangled corpse of your enemies. You get one outfit dirty, you're fucked. You know, <laughs> it's over. I just find it weird because they do that angle where it's like, it's like between his legs, I think, and they just show him like dropping trowel like right in front of the beast, and it's just like, okay, well, that doesn't give. A, He's gonna fuck Grendel. <laughs> that doesn't fuck give Grendel. off the. This is what I paid for. That's a power move. I need to see him fuck Grendel. All right, well, we cannot talk about any more bad movies from 2005. I'm banning it for the rest of the show. We are instead moving on to a very important segment, and as of course, the Ball Nut Super Advertisement. That's right. What do we got this week, Alex? Oh my goodness, Katie. Let me just say, every week on Ball Nut Super, the Dragon Ball Z podcast where we talk about Dragon Ball Z, you can send me $20 on Venmo, and I'll read your little business ad. I'll read about your band or erotic novel or ebay store this week's ad read is for Beezin, and this seems like a fake ad but i think they maybe sent me money and i'm not sure so here's what you need to know more and more people are asking what's Beezin? Okay. well Beezin is when you take burt's bees lip balm rub a little bit on your finger and then dab in the corner of your eye and they warned us about it in dare class i for one do not want to do Beezin because it sounds like it would irritate my eye. Katie, what do you think? I think it sounds very low risk, high reward, and I'm ready to go Beezin with my friends right away after school. What's the reward? <laughs> you can Having honey eyes. <laughs> Getting those sweet honey eyes. Attract your lover with a honey eye. <laughs> I watched her down the street with her honey eyes. I low-key, though, do have fucked up eyes, and so I may be trying stuff like this. You see my, like, red splotch? You see my splotch, honey? I mean, that's just the time of the year. (laughs) Hey, that's just the time of the year, and for that time, get beezin'. Beezin', 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 what? (laughs) Beezin', 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 what? Well, thanks, beezin'. Thanks for writing in. We love your product. I think this was a real ad, but also I might have just been tricked by anyone who wrote the word ad read into the email and uh, didn't follow up on it at all. It's so less of a thanks. Product and more of a concept, but I respect that. <laughs> it's a movement. Mm. And we're all in on it. And with that said, here's Ballin' Out uh, Super, and here's the later episodes of Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> oh my god. Well. <laughs> Well, <laughs> time to discuss Dragon Ball Z on my Dragon Ball Z podcast. Hey guys, how are you doing today? If anybody hey. brings up I Frankenstein, they're going on timeout. Is everyone ready? Uh, I'm glad you've all made it to the board meeting. Are you ready to discuss Dragon Ball Z Kai colon the final chapters? Only if Gohan continues to look great. I'm excited. I got some good news. He does. Uh, oh, woo. Uh, woo. Uh, hey guys, the title of this episode is. Boo Sinister Scheme, colon, Gotenks is absorbed. Well, spoilers. Spoilers. They got to work on whoever titles these. But what could possibly occur? They did a bad job. It's especially frustrating because you know what's going to happen the whole time. You're like, just look behind you. (laughs) They've watched this already. They all know. They're all fans. You know, this might be a spoiler, but what I've noticed from watching this episode of Dragon Ball Z is that, like, they get absorbed a lot. Like, they yeah, do. Yes. A lot of enemies just like slurp, slurp, slurp them down. They be absorbent. The Z warriors. Um, it's like they should Morbin. have their head on a swivel for this shit. Before Morbin, there was absorbent. <laughs> a quick recap of last right, week. Uh, was it Mystic Gohan? Am I correct on that? His yes. name is Mr. Gohan. Mystic, Mystic Gohan, Gohan showed up and made everyone hard. And then uh, right. Boo was so upset with how strong Gohan was, he blew himself up. And they're like, while he's blown up, let's go find Dende, who is not actually dead, JK. He slipped out of town, left a snail trail. Uh, Mr. Popo threw him off (laughs) the roof. Uh, And then... um and then, of course, Boo is fine, and now we got to fight him again. Right. So, (laughs) Mr. Popo saved the day. It's Mr. Popo's show, but he does not come up again. We're just assuming that uh, he's he's somewhere smiling down at us, and Dende can wish him all back. I'm still 50-50 if Dende can actually fly, by the way. I didn't look it up in the week. He <laughs> fell really desperately he from the tower. thrown from the tallest building on planet Earth. He was waving his arms like, oh, hell. He was waving his arms like someone who can't fly. Oh, no. <laughs> he was falling like I would fall. <laughs> but then he lived. 
I haven't watched Dragon Ball in a while. I just don't really understand what role Dende serves. Now. Oh, he's a white man. Like, he's the guardian of Earth. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, but what does that mean? What does he do? What, he he exists so Dragon Balls can exist, and also he is basically a prisoner, I would say. Mm. <laughs> prisoner of so Earth. he's like a genie. So basically he's like yes. he's like the lamp that holds the genies. Uh, Essentially. I feel like in the original Dragon Ball, it was more like he would commission the Z warriors to like solve problems, but now he seems to be the last of Yeah, he things. used to be a quest giver. Now he's yeah, quite, it, it didn't uh, used to be Dende. It used to be, uh, what's his Kami. Kami-sama. Kami-sama, yeah. yeah Kami-sama yes. was the quest giver. And Piccolo, but... of course, had to you know absorb him because that didn't absorb. work. No. <laughs> it was These redundant people. characters. They should actually do that more. Well, Piccolo absorbs Dende. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Does he absorb Dende? Everyone stares at Boo because uh, he's he's shown back up. Yeah, he's a and, real piece uh, of shit. Mr. Satan... It was like, where's the bootlicker? I used to know where you stop killing people. Uh, he appeals to Boo's better humanity. Boo is laughing all fucked up because he's so twisted. Did anybody else think it was weird how offended Piccolo was that Hercule was like talking to Majin Boo? Well, I think Piccolo's just on his last damn nerve and like, could <laughs> who who could blame him? He's had it up to here. <laughs> he's just like, can someone please just kill Boo? Piccolo's <laughs> no good, very bad day. Somebody kill Boo or me because I do not want to live through this anymore. I was, he was turned to stone earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> Same day. true. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he just asks him not to interfere with Gohan's fight. Uh, I would also like to point out during this shot, there's a a, a panning up uh, down Boo's body from his laughing face to his pants, his baggy pants he's wearing, and they are perfectly shaped like a clitoris. That's right. And I took a screenshot because I was just like, this is not, not on purpose. He's got all of the parts. <laughs> He's got the goo, baby. Uh, everyone's like, strange. Why is he so confident? He's got the same power level. He must be bluffing. And it's like everyone. I mean, even without reading the title, it's like, you know, he's going to turn you into candy. You yeah. dumb idiots. It's all he's <laughs> yes, done for a hundred hours. He goes, come on. I want the little ones to do the magic so I can fight the mixed one again. Actual quote. Wow. Uh, um, I don't remember I've Boo, heard that Boo being so articulate from like my childhood. No, yeah. they redo a lot of his dialogue, and he has like monster voice. But I mean, I don't want to. We got to get to the big twist here because I'm dying to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. So uh, they're like, uh, you know, Gohan's like, well, I'm the strongest, sexiest man alive right now. So why don't you fight me? And he's like, no, no, I want to fight the little ones first. I don't want I to want to fight children. And, and, and then Gohan's like, well, I have to respect your wishes. Well, <laughs> they're like, why are you stalling? Um, and it's just so, so like little blobs come off of a uh, booze shoulder blades and start crawling around on the ground. And he starts shit talking at the boys. He's like, Oh, yeah, you couldn't beat me. I'm Majin Buu. And, of course, Goten and Trunks um, being traumatized children with no sense of uh, right or wrong. And they fall for it. They're like, oh, we didn't change back from Super Saiyan. You know, whatever. You would have lost. You would have lost. And and we would have won. Piccolo goes, this is obviously a trap. And everyone's like, no. Piccolo, shut up. (laughs) Piccolo, shut up. They said we would have lost. The smartest people on the babyface side are Piccolo and a dog. Right. <laughs> it's not looking good. Piccolo's greatest ally is a puppy right now. Yeah. Who, uh, the dog, Mr. Satan's dog, is chasing the blobs and barking at them. And uh, to the point, all the Z fighters can sense energy. Right. And, what the? Whatever. I was so angry. So the blobs are crawling blobs. up from behind Piccolo yeah. and Go Tanks, and I will even give Go Tanks a pass because we uh, undiagnosed executive dysfunction. It can really destroy yeah. a child's education, but like Piccolo should fucking know better. I we am also, sorry. We don't know medically what fusion does to children. <clears throat> we oh. don't know. There's been no tests. Yeah, this is our only example. Also, so. at least half of those kids come from a broken home, so it's impossible to determine what that plays. Yeah, what that plays. Determining. And the other half is trunks. I was about to say the other half is the richest boy in the world. <laughs> yeah, if yeah your dad's so it's a boy. Goku and Vegeta, you'd be yeah. pretty fucked up. So it's like <laughs> no social skills on both ends. Yeah. For completely different. Goten is voiced by his own father. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine what that does to a boy. <laughs> 
So they finally fuse, and Pooh's like, yes, f- yeah, do it, yeah. Oh, yeah, more of this. Gohan's like, so that's what fusion looks like. All right, we're all having a good time. Mr. Satan has a weird um, point of, of salientness, and he goes, you can't make two boys into one boy. <laughs> that's just not right. It ain't right. It ain't how I was raised. You seen the Mitch Hedberg joke? One's not big enough to hold two. And then Boo says to himself, "I'm going as if the plan wasn't obvious already." I can't, I can't emphasize enough how much of this is just watching two pink blobs slowly inch up a rock. Da-na, da-na. They're really sneaky. They're, they're the jaws of <laughs> Boo. Boo. Uh, Boo thinks to himself, "If I can have the little one's powers and the green one's brain." Ho, ho, ho. It's a real uh, 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 scarecrow situation. Gotenks does warm-up stretches for kind of a long time. Yeah. Yeah, well, he needs to do them because he has a whole new body because he was two boys and now he's one boy. Gotta limber up. Also, no one has any sense of urgency about them at all. They just assume, like, now that we've punched Majin Buu for a while, we got this. In the bag. What could happen? He's killed every other human. There's no one alive. <laughs> There's yes. no one alive There's on the no planet. one alive. They've seen their family murdered before their eyes. Yes. They got to do their stretches. They got to. You can't risk an injury at this point in the season. Their moms were killed. Anyway, Miguel was killed. Uh, the blo- was killed. The blobs, they finally get there. And uh, it. Uh, Go Tanks is covered in goo, and then we do a smash cut, and Piccolo also covered in goo. Piccolo's shot was kind of funny. Yeah. I was gonna say I respect the dignity they gave Piccolo <laughs> by just not being like seeing him get snuck up on, because that would just be too much. It just was like, really respectful the way they didn't give them the line "Who turned out the lights? Who turned out the lights?" <laughs> <laughs> As he flails his arms in the air, covered in goo. We now join Piccolo in the progress of being absorbed. The goo, the goo uh, covers their bodies. It, it slams back into Boo. Boo transforms into like first like sexy chewed bubble gum, and lightning sparks. And then now he has cell face. Yeah. What do you think about this? <laughs> All right. Well, there's yes. a lot of strong decisions. For one, physically, I visually can't tell much of the difference between this Boo and the last one, except that he's got a big vest and a yeah. like wider head piece. Well, he stole yeah, Gotenks vest, vest. He's got a little boy vest. He stole their vest. He's wearing a little and boy vest. Do you remember when Fat Boo was rolling around trying to uh, meet two ladies in the street? Where mm. he, yeah, I was against it. Yeah, and uh, Ally, he uh, he saw a magazine of a handsome man, so he made himself handsome <laughs> Boo <laughs> face. <laughs> All right, that's the like? same face. Katie, like? good eye. Yeah. That's why I was like, ooh, it's perfect Cell uh, Boo face. He has a handsome man's face. He even talks like Cell. And he's British now. Yes. And this is what I want to talk about. <laughs> Who told you to do this? I absorb Piccolo. Now I'm a handsome Brit. Uh, is Piccolo suppressing his British accent? Well, Yo, Piccolo's got the Riz, fam. I, I don't see this how told a, us. if you absorb a black-coated green alien <laughs> yes. in a two-child fusion, yes. that automatically equals British. You become that's Hugh Jackman. That's, that's how every that's, British person is created in, yeah. you know, in reality. <laughs> Oh, bother. Inside every British man is a Namekian and two small half Saiyan boys. (laughs) And that's what colonialism was. Can I just say, Gohan's reaction, not strong enough. Well, and also, so... (laughs) Gohan's just like, hey, hey. hey." He's got Goten's vest, um, the cell face, and then his uh, tentacle, his head tentacle now is long. It's uh, long. It, it It's full of, what, of, of pleasure. What's that tentacle do? That's from Piccolo. Yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> he's a prolific lover. I want to defend... I want to defend Gohan's, like, you know, at least reaction insofar that he does ask the obvious question of, like, why wouldn't you absorb me if yes, I'm the strongest true. one? And yeah. then, like, boo... Who, you know, I, I want to commend uh, the writer of this particular episode for drawing such strong parallels between Boo, uh, Majin Boo, or Ultimate Boo. I don't know which one this specifically is. 
in the literary character Boo Radley from To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, yeah. that's good writing. There were, there were a lot of strong decisions that I think, you know, lend themselves it's to... It's just his favorite novel. It, yeah. You know. I found Majin Buu to sort of be a parallel for Donald Trump in many ways. Mm. Kind well, of a foreshadowing of look out for Donald Trump. He serves dual roles. But, you know, <laughs> true. In this, in this work. Yeah. But, but Gohan asks, he's like, okay, but if I'm the strongest one, which you're acknowledging right now, and you could have absorbed all of us or just me and then defeated the other two why would you not have done that and his answer is just like because then i would not have a strong fighter to fight oh like, my dear but boy but you've already cheated though like yeah you know i only want to cheat to a point and then win it is elementary gohan i'm majin boo <laughs> Yeah, there's also a very, like, annoying, like, boo explanation here, very Dragon Ball Z, where he's like, I ate the curious little fuse child, but he told me there was a time limit out loud to my face, so I blew myself up to give you guys a little time to recoup. <laughs> yeah, which is like, okay, I'm all for new, smart, uh, 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 like, Rick and Morty boo that we're getting at the mm -hmm. end here, but also, I thought, why did the dumb one have advanced strategies like that? He was oh. he was like a he was a nasty monster. All he did was yell like fight. Apparently, he was smarter than we all thought. I guess, but he not moved. that smart. Because then Gohan's like, okay, because he says, because um, I had to wait for them to re up their fusion ability because there's only a time limit, and so I will only have their fusion ability for that set amount of time. Gohan's like, so you just told me your plan <laughs> like, mm. out loud to my face. <laughs> Another good reason why he should have just absorbed Gohan because Gohan is not a fusion and therefore does not have a time limit on his powers. Right. But then you see he would have no great rival. Yeah. The cornerstone of all Majin Boo-ness. Couldn't they just use this opportunity to put Gohan over like he tries to absorb Gohan and it fails? Nope. Give my boy nope. one last nope. fucking thing. All he does is fucking fumble the bag. Because we all know he's about to get buried. Just I give him know. one more thing. He comes this down from the heavens so to ass. drop the bag. Try if to we absorb did not have the burden of knowledge of the future... You would be like Gohan's being set up to win. Sure. But we know better. <laughs> I I I'm feel still like they're stronger, even though you absorbed my friends. I just feel like they don't know what to do with Gohan. And that's like the big, you know, the big uh, arc of Dragon Ball Z. After Cell. After the big Cell yeah. fiasco, Gohan has to just like, you know, he gets a nine to five. You know, he becomes less about that. <laughs> yeah, life. Gohan got yeah. just for laughs, and then he just did not know what to do with himself. He didn't after know that. what to. He couldn't get representation. Yeah. They're supposed to be there. They're supposed to be watching the show, but they're all down the street watching the NBA players do he's their just, sets. He's just not quite right for TV. You know, just, he isn't. Yeah. Like I don't think Gohan's character is strong enough to pull a whole series. Yeah. People so, love Goku. They love that he leaves his wife to go train. <laughs> they love it. He's Can't kind of like a cocksure, like swagger type. You know, want to see him run down a dragon in heaven. Or, yeah. This is um, extra tragic too, because as I said last week, this is the hottest Gohan has ever been and ever will be. This is the last call for yeah. this. He looks great. They had the magic mic trainer work on Gohan for a while. Boo goes like, this fight will end in death, I swear. And Gohan's like, I'm okay with that. I'm going to make it yours. I'm like, ooh, Gohan. Oh, Gohan. So sad what happens it's to It's hard how we know you're about to get your ass kicked like that. <laughs> if I could redo the Majin Saga, I think I would have, instead of like Vegeta giving, you know, up his whole family life, like, you know, to become Majin because he's mad that he gets cucked by Goku like 100% of the time. I would have had like Majin Yamcha. I would have see had that's it. interesting. Yeah. I would have yeah. had it like Yamcha is so tired of being like mogged by all of the Z warriors, and that would totally stuff. make sense too. Because like up into that point, he's getting like demasculated in the uh, the fucking Bulma helicopter. Guys, <laughs> he's time, not strong enough. By the time we get to Goku. Dragon Ball Super, they have Yamcha living in like a one bedroom apartment in Ohio. Uh, with his cat, <laughs> and like, and Puar is there, and that, and, and like, they just draw where the apartment has like cracks in the wall. And he used to be like, you know, a desert bandit. He was a baseball star. Yeah, and it's he, only he's plowing out all those bar flies, though. Oh yeah, no, he, he's definitely like I mean, one. For sure. He's like one, uh, like director looking for an Oscar away from a biopic about his life that turns into like, you know his redemption story, but I, they should do a spinoff. That's just all about Yamcha's kids. <laughs> they don't know who their dad kids. is. And they're just like, 
this retired baseball player around like, town. Oh, you remember when you collected uh, Dragon Balls? Well, now it's time to collect all seven of your unclaimed <laughs> yeah. brethren. They're just all the strongest kids at their school, but they don't know why. I'm here to collect alimony checks. <laughs> He's got to fight all seven of them in court. Uh, well... Uh, Right, so uh, Gohan uh, talks shit, and then they start to fight very fast. So fast. So fast that Mr. Satan can't see him. Because he's too dumb. And uh, Gohan, like, kicks the shit out of Boo. There's purple blood. He throws him into the earth. There's a pink Boo beam. Gohan jumps up and does a beam. Boo does a beam. It's a beam on beam action. Big beam explosion. It explodes, slams Gohan into the earth, but he does like some gymnastics. Yeah, he's doing lots of hands. And then they also do a we both kick each other in the face at the same time the thing. That hurt spot. so much. Yeah. Just watching that, it's a, they both got simultaneously kicked under the chin. Are you kidding me? I would yeah. go home after that. I don't care what's <laughs> happening. Love that spot. <laughs> That's too much. As a kung fu nerd, love that spot. And, uh, and then they stare at each other, because after you both kick each other in the face, you got to just take a think about it. And Ow! This then- shot of Gohan right here, where he's standing on that cliff with the breeze and his dad's gi, is the last time he'll ever be cool. I know. It was, like, it's- literally right there. <laughs> it's also- Make a wish. That's... Take a picture, it'll last longer. It's also important, I guess, to mention that, like, Goku and Elder Kai and the Supreme Kai are all, like, watching this happen, like, a fucking UFC match. Yes. And, like, and Kabito doing- Kai's reaction, so, like, everyone's like, oh, no, or whatever, and then they cut to Kabito Kai every time. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. We should have done more things. Oh, shit. Should really get more involved in saving the universe. It's only our only job. <laughs> Look, I, I'm never going to advocate for someone to do their job, but in this case, it seems like they could have done a little bit more than they do because they're just never ready for the threats. Yo, yeah. so you haven't been with us this whole arc, but like literally this whole thing could have been nipped in the bud if Supreme Kai just let Vegeta and Goku do the work. Yeah, because at the beginning when they were like, all right, so we just got to plow in there and kill Bobbity, he was like, hold up, I have a 10-part <laughs> scheme I've been planning. Uh, no, Supreme Kai, epic bag fumbler. All he does is drop a da bag. Now, this is, I usually don't like anime humor, but I did appreciate this where Mr. Satan's been bothering Dende this whole time. And he goes up to Dende and he goes, hello, Mr. Greenfellow. Do you see that with your visual eyes? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, are you an alien observing us? And he goes, yeah, it's like my job. And he's like, so you've heard of me, I'm the champ. And he's like, no. And then later there's another cutaway where he asks him another question about fusion. And he's like, stop talking Stop to talking me. to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's I'm like, focusing. I literally, I have enough friends. Okay, like, fuck <laughs> off. You have a dog. You're just giving off uncool vibes. And I can, like, you know, it just is what it is. I'm not in a place where I can withstand your vibes right now, Mr. Satan. bad for Dende. He's seen Gohan since he was a little child. On Namek getting beat up by Vegeta, to have come so far. You're, and yet, you feel bad for Dende it. that he's going through the same thing you're going through right now. <laughs> I guess watching yes. Gohan do badly. Yes, you don't really get the sense of it when you're watching like Dragon Ball Z, even though like they explicitly state it. But like you got to imagine when you're living the life of a Z warrior, it's actually like just really boring with like really like big punctuated bouts of violence of, like, like hyper moments yeah of, like hyper violence like it's yeah. like you go like five six sometimes ten years just training for something that just only happens every so often and then suddenly like a big pink alien is resurrected by like a wizard yeah and yeah. like you're just murdered we're and lucky it, that influencer culture wasn't around then because it'd just be a lot of like goku being like here's my my meal prepping <laughs> gotta hit my macros 100 fish a day he'd be like a crossfit blogger yeah, like him yeah. and Chi Chi would be one of those like fitness Team couples. Go who, like, on fitness couple. doing like, doing uh, fucking TikTok dances. They're like one yeah. of those fitness couple like jump rope each other's bodies, and you're just yeah. like, oh, we gotta like get like ripped. He would uh, he would hold the same spot in our world that the Liver King exists in. <laughs> yes, but he would be Giant Fish King, and he'd yes. be like, every day you eat Giant Fish, you get it, you punch it in the water, you drag it out. Like who, who is Mr. <laughs> Satan if not actually just a metaphor for Logan Paul? Like, you know, at the He's end pretty day. much designed to be Logan Paul. And actually, I mean, Majin Buu is supposed to be Donald Trump. I don't know if you've heard this. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so uh, 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 Gohan and Boo are staring at each other, right? <laughs> yes. And Boo does the classic Dragon Ball Z thing where he's like, you're still holding back. Oh, you want to do it in a British voice, Alex? You're still holding back. It'll take more to kill me. You're still holding back. He sounds so sexy. <laughs> He's a very sophisticated man in this part. He's fancy boo. And then uh, he goes, you must be testing my abilities. And <laughs> Gohan goes, Piccolo's really helping you upstairs. <laughs> yeah, he was oh, like, you buddy. know, before you were like talking like Frankenstein. <laughs> I, I didn't put an eye before it. <laughs> you were talking like Frankenstein, <laughs> and now you have like a, you know, you're like a Rhodes Scholar. You have like an Oxford Cambridge degree. I'm like Bane now. He's very condescending. The I went way that from he talks the, now. yeah, for someone who was Robin like Bain? illiterate twenty minutes ago, he suddenly yeah. very he's very mouthy. He has the same yeah. vibe as Smart Barney when he gets sober on The Simpsons, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like really violent and strong. Or like when Charlie gets like those fake brain pills. And he's yeah, like, hey, you're yeah. Really bad. And you're like, dude, you're like a literal monster. Leave let's, me alone. Let's take it down a peg. It's been thirty seconds. So you know. He, Gohan goes, okay, boo, time to get serious. And he goes, your move, your move, time to do, 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 duel. Uh, it's your move. Your move. Gohan uh, tries to do a weird, like, two, f- what would you call this move? Double Lawson? kick. He went to double drop kick. Him. Double yeah, like, kick. He tried to do, like, an Okada thing almost. Like a running uh, shotgun drop kick. But yeah. he catches him by the ankles, and I just thought it was really awkward. Um, but you, now I'm going to suck your dick, Gohan. <laughs> What, what made that. it spread them, Gohan? What made it really awkward is that they tried to treat it because, like you were saying before, that it was like some kind of like you're smart from Piccolo now, so this is not like a like a chess game between two like geniuses. And he goes like to drop kick him, and he catches his feet, and it's just like like he outsmarted him. It's like no, that's just how like you how you would fight. How did you think yeah. of catching my double drop kick? And then he grabs him with his head penis. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Gohan tries to beam him. He like uh, limbo's out of the way, and yes, he does grab him with his head penis. It's really uncomfortable. And it goes all the way through his legs, up around Gohan, grabs Gohan around his neck, and then drags him back through his legs like a windy, like again, a fitness inspiration couple. It's extremely yes. sexual. This is a different anime now. I had to pause. <laughs> I had to pause and calm down watching this. Gohan like gets shit in his eyes, and then Abu <laughs> does a direct hit, and they're like, oh, watch out for the beam, Gohan. <laughs> You'd think he'd already be watching for it. What else has he got going on? We cut back to like the Goku uh, watch party, yeah. the pay-per-view watch party, and like he's like, "How can be?" And Supreme Kai's like, "Hmm." And then Kabuto Kai, you know, has a stroke. Um, guess what? Gohan's fine, folks, but not for long. And then Boo has the audacity to do a special beam cannon at Gohan, who tries to block it. He presses X. It doesn't fucking nerve. It hurts his feelings. Everyone's like, Gohan! Gohan! If you if you've absorbed Piccolo, you should absorb the knowledge that the special beam cannon never works. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Uh, and then um, you know, the dust clears. And we see Gohan, and we're like, is he fine? No, he drops to a knee. And that's when. Boo decides to play the intellectual game, and he goes, that was Piccolo's technique, wasn't it? Pretty meant a lot to you. Pretty shitty of me, huh? (laughs) Oh, I hope that didn't hurt anyone's feelings. Oh, it did? That was Piccolo's special technique. It was a slightly different color. Does it remind you of him, the guy I ate a minute ago? This was was extremely like diet cell energy. He's inside of me He was doing... And I think maybe we're supposed to be more amped up because he sounds like someone he's fighting Gohan, but it's just the whole time like, why are you talking like that, man? That's not what you sound like, man. Really, Gohan should have been like, this might be new to you, Majin Buu, eating people, but this happens all the time to me. Like, my, fr- <laughs> my friends get eaten every other arc. So. I've been yeah. fighting I'm, I'm Anglos my entire to life. Yeah. If you think this is the first time my black friend Piccolo's been absorbed, <laughs> I've been absorbed by a multicolored alien. I got something to tell you. <laughs> It's the greatest story ever told. Um, then he, you, Plastic Man arm face palms go on in the face and shoves him into every rock in the world. Mm. He's using Piccolo's super stretchy arm, but like eviler. It's so long. It's going so fast. And then just when you, he says, I'm the strongest in the universe. And then he spits out a ghost like Gotenks, but it's a little stinky boo ghost. But it's a stinky boo ghost. By the way, boo, 
makes way more sense as a ghost than Goten did. Yes. It looked yes. really weird when Goten was This ghost. technique makes way more sense coming from a villain. Yeah. Now that I'm seeing them do it. Also, the fact that you can't instantly regen and it cripples you for life when it hits is pretty bad. Yeah. It also makes more sense coming from like a, a demon made out of like pink gum and yeah. as opposed to just like a little kid vomiting up like a big white glob. A kid that became two kids. Yeah, or <laughs> just, uh, no, yeah. two kids that became one kid. Yeah, sorry, yes, yeah. Yeah, this is what... Get it right. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Satan, like, ghosts are real too and Dende's like... Fuck off. You're my friend's friends, but you're not my friend. Mm. Um, yeah, and it stretches really long, and Gohan's, like, dodging it. And he tries to beam it, and everyone's like, whatever you do, don't touch it. And he's like, but what if I chop it? That would kick fine. its ass. <laughs> of why, he, why didn't they let Gohan watch the fight while he was sitting there with Elder Kai? Look, he wouldn't have done it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody learns any lessons in this show. He didn't know the meta. Someone's smart going up about the meta. Right. He's more of a reader. He's not really one to watch television. Did you see how much punching he was doing to Majin Buu this whole fight? <laughs> Doesn't he didn't learn anything. He's just as he's Goku's son still. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. he gets mega exploded, and uh, everyone's like, "Oh, Gohan's energy is gone." But Buu's like, "Quit hiding your energy, like a little bitch." And so Gohan is alive, but he's hiding. I bet and you thought you hit me with a ghost grenade. Well, you didn't. <laughs> I was behind this rock. <laughs> and then the announcer comes on and is like, this is pretty cool, right? You're liking this? You liking this episode of Dragon Ball Z? Not Tune in next early. week. I'd love to see you. I would like one of, one of these episodes to end with like, did we fuck up? <laughs> was this the wrong thing to do? <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense. We don't mind changing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back. We'll redo it. We, there's still time. <laughs> We're not really married to this whole boo thing. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, they shot me down in the writer's room, but I, 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 I it's really out of my hands. Guys, we could go a thousand different ways with this. You guys want Vegeta back? We could, we could figure that out probably. I can, I can just say whatever you want over their mouths. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's not what you're used to. <laughs> We're trying something new here. <laughs> Listen, we weren't supposed to keep going after cell. Is that obvious? We really. It's so hard to get health insurance in Japan. We became too popular. It's kind of. <laughs> okay. Well, let's rate and review and yeah, do was... a few emails. Yes. I have seven Dragon Balls. Oh, me? Um, I don't know if I love or hate that he talks like a fancy Majin Buu. I don't know if that's like a big plus or big minus for me. I'm going to give it four out of seven Dragon Balls. The fight part was cool, even though it was really dumb and sexual. You know what? Five out of seven Dragon Balls. This mm. is a great episode. <laughs> Lawson Leong. So, I mean, I, you know, I knew this was going to happen. Uh, obviously, my boy gets one episode. It's fine. I'm not mad about it, but you sound I will mad. say I'm a little mad. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gotten to. Um, the, look, it, it, there was some good fighting, and I think having Boo be kind of smarter makes more sense later when they do the shit they're going to do later because... He needs to have back and forth with uh, people who are really going to... They shouldn't have made him smart. Yeah, well... It's too silly. It's, it's yeah. way too silly. I mean, it is it is silly, but that's Toriyama for you. I'll go four out of seven. Uh, Brandon, what do you think? I'm going to give it a three out of seven, and it's not because it wasn't enjoyable. It's just because it was, like, derivative of earlier, you know, Dragon Ball Z episodes. It's very, like, Cell Saga, you know, beginning of the Cell tournament, perfect Cell. But without, like, you know, the flair of Cell that made him so, like, interesting. You, mm. you, you kind of get just get, like, a Diet Cell, Bargain Basement Cell, TJ Maxx Cell, <laughs> Cell Zero. Uh, and then, like, <laughs> overall, the plan, I thought, was silly. I thought to have him absorb mm -hmm. two of the three of them, pick, like, the most mid two to fight, like, the better one <laughs> as some sort of, like, plot and then, like, frame it like genius. It's like, okay... Whatever. They took Piccolo's sweet, sweet brain. Yeah. His powerful brain. I also personally don't remember Cell. I mean, this is just nostalgia. I don't remember uh, Boo, I should say, speaking with a British accent. Or even, <laughs> or even like speaking so articulately when I watched this episode as a kid. I remember him just always kind of being like a monster or some kind of monstrous Boo. That might just be my Maybe they redid that. That might just be my flaw. No, I mean, he, he. this is a very short-lived yeah. yeah, it's only like 20 Arm. minutes long, so yeah. maybe, uh, yeah. It's possible I, I've never seen this part of this, like, saga before, and I just remember, like, when he becomes, like, you know, final baby boo, kid boo. 
Yeah, this form is Spoilers. vulnerable because he's cheating. It's you kind know, of bullshit. It, it reads like, you know, <laughs> Toriyama's run out of ideas. Like, Boo has so many different transformations during the Boo arc. It's just like, you know, he goes from, you know, fat Boo to, like, evil Boo to, like, perfect, handsome British Boo. Like, and I, and I don't care that he's voiced by Colin Firth in this. I think that that was, <laughs> that was the right choice, but you don't get points for making the right decision. You get points for going <laughs> above and beyond. It's great to work with Colin. I, uh, I'm i actually Colin. with Alex on this one. I'm going to give it five out of seven because I've been riding with this show for a long time. Yep. And there's not a lot of good episodes. Yep. And the fight actually was very enjoyable for me. All y'all forgot about high school. <laughs> How long we were in that high school. Yeah, so I actually, I really like the fight, and I actually kind of like this short-lived fancy boo. And it's not, you know, I mean, last week was the peak, the final good episode. This is like, we're coming down off of that. But, you know, that's it, folks. Wrap it up, you know? (laughs) I think it'll be good again when they make boo into the Tasmanian devil. That that is his final form. He's a wacky guy. Vegito's cool. There's some good stuff coming up. Uh, but in the meantime, why don't we open some mail? Because we got a bunch. Let's go. It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon Here we are at Dragon Mail, the segment where you send us mail at ballingoutsuper.gmail.com, and then we read that mail, and the mail hopefully has a question. Here's your first little treat. It's uh, entitled Dragon Mail. It's from Dylan from Philly. Hello. He says, hey, ballers, squee. Squee, squee. Squee. I'm here to defend our speed king, Lawson Leong, by saying that I've been listening to your show for six years, almost exclusively at 1.25 speed. You're all insane. You're all psycho. That's not how people talk. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone sounds a little bit more high-pitched. It's too fast. I have heard people on the Discord say that they listen to podcasts like that, and I don't understand. Dan, you should be you, locked in a you, zoo. Are you studying? Like <laughs> They're trying to cram in as much information as possible. Yeah. I yeah. listen my, to mine on like 0.5 speed, so everyone sounds like Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, just like that whale. Hack. <laughs> uh, so uh, Dylan continues, good for him getting through GT so he can get on with his life and back to his fuck zone. By the way, send us fuck zones at ballnotesupergmail.com. We're trying to answer those. Yeah. Context, if you're not behind the paywall, Lawson watches episodes of uh, GT at 1.5. Yeah, I watch at 1.5, and I'm going to keep watching at 1.5. And he, he fucks, and you can send him relationship questions at his fuck zone. Yeah. Uh, if you could fast forward through parts of your life like the hit blockbuster click, wouldn't you? That's a weird way of phrasing that, but literally wouldn't the, you fast forward it? Literally the point of click is to not do that. Yeah, so the whole point of click is movie. to not do that. I don't think I would fast forward. I think I would start min-maxing. Exactly. I think I would get so addicted to doing like the same activity over and over again trying to like perfect it that i would end up like groundhog day myself oh yeah oh yeah i would definitely i'm much more interested in a redo than fast forwarding yes fast forward over to feel like a suburban dad who doesn't care like about playing with your kids it's like i have like tasks to do (laughs) like i want to get things done i would rewind for the five pumps i have sex over and over until it's 25 pumps (laughs) alex Thank you for writing in. And that's Dylan from Philly. We got another one of these. It's only 25 for you, though. We're not even behind the paywall, bro. Well, but it's five times the pleasure. It's five times the pleasure, five times the ropes. Welcome to Dragon Mail. This is an email from Daniel. Hello. Daniel says, Happy New Year, ballers. Happy New Year. Shalom. As one with an inquisitive mind, I've been wondering, given the choice, would you rather be forced to wear a fedora every day for the rest of your life or have knees that bend backwards? Much love, Daniel XOXO. This is a good one. Oh, they Uh, only bend backwards. Oh, that's kind of... I guess the fedora. There are some animals with knees that bend backwards that are like way faster is the only thing. Can you wear different types of fedoras? Can you like mix it up? It says a fedora. So it's just one fedora. You pick a, your signature fedora. And you wear it to like funerals and weddings and stuff. I mean, <laughs> you wear it to your graduation. You have, I, everyone you know else what? has the tricorner. I'm, I'm going with the knees. <laughs> I, think, I, can, I can work with the knees. I think the knees sound like a superpower. I think the knees are cool. I think a lot of people are like, don't know how many things technically qualify as a fedora. Like at worst, you mm. could just go around looking like Pharrell. <laughs> like, like, you won't be no. like, this like Pharrell, like circle. But it like, sounds like you only get one. 
Yeah. So like, that okay, we only that's get one, his hat. That's his one. We can spec it out differently. No, can we like add like feathers to it, like a weirdo? Yeah, you can <laughs> max out the fedora however you much okay. you want, but you won't be able to catch me with my fast backwards knees. You can like <laughs> accessorize it. Do you know how I'm going to be jumping with these babies? Okay, I'll throw the fedora at you. They're like a spring. <laughs> I keep imagining you like that Boston Dynamics robot talk. <laughs> I'm already too popular. I think a fedora would really help me with that. Mm, like, okay, yeah, yeah, to get some time alone. Too many people talk to me in public. If I, if you were wearing a fedora, more people would like not ask me about direction. Only yeah. the most powerful members of society. I need to get in front of this and say that I don't really think everyone at graduation wears a tricorner cap, and I meant to say graduation cap. It's okay, baby. Because right. they're we, different caps. We yeah. forgive you. Tricorner caps are the French ones. That's the one like the Revolutionary War hat. Yeah. It's like George the Washington's hat. graduation hat is called a mortarboard. Is it called a mortar board? You learn something new every day. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate five stars on iTunes. It's a called a mortar board. <laughs> anyway, send us in your emails at uh, gmail.com. We want to answer those questions, and we have no choice but to do so. And now we're here with the plugging of the train plug here in our plug section. Plug a choo-choo. Listen to that train. Uh, here she comes. Whoa, here she comes. Right. The train. You're the guest. Would you like to go first? Oh, me? Yeah, oh, yes. what are we doing? Plugging yeah, our we're doing projects? <laughs> Anything you know. Couldn't you tell we're plugging by how much we talked about a train? Oh, well, I mean, I thought you were talking about the train show. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Come on. Well, I will plug my show. Hello, my name is Brandon Sutton, and I am <laughs> the co-host of the Discourse podcast, which you can find on basically every podcasting platform, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, uh, I don't know, Google Play, Stitcher, and uh, just Google it. Where else? Yeah, you know, honestly, like, if I have my way, well, I'll be beaming it directly into everyone's heads until it drives them mad and they explode like in scanners. <laughs> uh, but you can also oh, find no. me on Twitter while it's still up at Pretty Bad Lefty. Uh, you know, the username <laughs> changes because I thought people were doing that and now I've become addicted to it. So, you know. They were doing it. They were doing it. People, you know, people got lazy. I'm, I'm an old, I'm an old head. Are you still Sam Bankman captured? I thought that was a good one. No, because he's. And I'm, I'm Sam. It's Bank- out of the news. I'm Sam Bankman freed. Oh, because he's free. Yeah, free my Sam. Uh, Lawson, what you got? Oh yeah. Uh, also, I always listen to Talking Naruto wherever podcasts are found, and it's a new year. Yes, it is. Woo. Uh, check out uh, YouTube.com at Lawson Comedy. There's always shit on there. Uh, we're gonna talk about wrestling. Yeah, this week probably, and every week, every A- time. Alex Patak. <laughs> I want to plug the movie I Frankenstein, mm-hmm. which I have not seen, but has one of the lowest IMDb stores I've ever <laughs> clocked. Is now I'm curious. You don't want to assign, you know, or at least uh, associate your name with I Frankenstein. I want to tie my brand to the film I Frankenstein 2014. I want my money tied up in it. If you, I just feel like when I Frankenstein wins. I win. If you want a sexy Frankenstein movie, you should go with Victor Frankenstein with James McAvoy and Daniel Radcliffe. How many goddamn Frankensteins are there? There's a lot. A million. How many times do we need to tell the beautiful story of Frankenstein? Until the end of days. My favorite Frankenstein is the one from Van Helsing, who's kind of like a take on like the classic, you know, uh, Boris Karloff one that he's like it's like Shakespearean. Plus, like Clayface and Harley Quinn. He's like Handsome Boo. Well, yeah, yeah. Like Handsome Boo. <laughs> He's a thespian. Ah, Van Helsing, you've staked me. <laughs> I'm afraid of the flame. Twas my time that drowned the girl. Uh, and as always, you can follow, uh, join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash BOSpod for an additional $5 a month. You get a whole other fucking podcast. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Uh, You won't believe this amazing offer. Wow. What a great offer. And with that, I'm going away. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Falling out. Falling out. Super.